Let us hear the word. Uh, three uh, passages from Old Testament, New Testament, and the Epistle. First, uh, Leviticus uh, chapter 19, verses 9 and 10. When you reap the harvest of your land, you shall not reap to the very edges of your field, or gather the gleanings of your harvest. You shall not strip your vineyard bare, or gather the fallen grapes of your vineyard. You shall leave them for the poor and the alien. I am the Lord your God. Matthew, whoever welcomes you welcomes me, and welcomes whoever welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me. Whoever welcomes a prophet in the name of a prophet will receive a prophet's reward. And whoever welcomes a righteous person in the name of a righteous person will receive the reward of the righteous. And whoever gives even a cup of cold water to one of these little ones in the name of a disciple, truly I tell you, none of these will lose their reward. Finally, epistle, First Peter, be hospitable to one another without complaining, like good stewards of the manifold grace of God. Serve one another with whatever gift each of you has received. This is the word of the Lord. <clears throat> I like uh, this English word, welcome. It's, I think it's a wonderful word. Whenever I hear this word, I feel warm, I feel good. It makes me feel loved and accepted. Wherever I go, when they welcome me, when they say that word, welcome, I feel good. Even when I go to uh, Boston, uh, when I uh, land, I see this sign, welcome to Boston. And I feel uh, welcomed. I don't know whether they really welcome me or not, especially these days. <laughs> but uh, when I look at that uh, sign, I feel good. I feel welcomed. I mean, this should be the way we human beings uh, should live. Uh, you know, welcoming each other. Doesn't matter where uh, you meet them, just welcome each other. It should be the way we human beings should interact with each other. Uh, even in the church, sometimes I feel people pass by, they don't even say hi. And why would they do that? Did I offend them in any way? Why won't they even greet me with eye contact? And we become so uh, guarded. We don't really welcome uh, other people. You know, when I came back from Madagascar, I lost, uh, uh, I went out there for a mission and I lost a connecting flight in Paris. Nice place to lose your connecting, miss your connecting flight. And then I arrived there in the morning, just 20 minutes I was late. Uh, the first plane from Madagascar was late so, so for 20 minutes, so I lost it. And the next flight was next day, next morning. So I had, to, I had a whole day uh, in Paris alone. 
So I walked around everywhere, and uh, it's not it's no it's the, it's not the picture that I took, but <laughs> I just uh, walked along the the, uh, the uh, Seine River, and I took the subway from the, to go uh, air, airport, and then just looked at Eiffel Tower, and that's a place I gotta go. And I just walked along uh, Seine River, and I asked people, and then you know many people told me that French people are kind of they can be rude, uh, if, especially if you speak English. But that was not my experience. They were so friendly and nice people. They gave me really detailed instruction on how to get there and all that stuff. They welcomed me. I felt like, yeah, I can live in this city. Uh, so I felt really welcome there. This word, welcome, is what you should practice to your two strangers, to your family, to your friends, to the people that you don't know. Welcoming heart. That is something that we need to have. You know, when the new people come to our church, uh, they often say that most scary place, uh, most scary place is a fellowship hall. I mean, worship is fine and everything, but once they get into the fellowship hall, uh, they don't know who to talk to. So they feel uh, very uh, awkward. Uh, so it's a difficult place to be in, uh, the fellowship hall. So if you see <clears throat> somebody that you don't know very much, then uh, your warm smile and kind words uh, mean a lot. Even as a, a pastor, long time ago, when I first went to a Toronto Korean Presbyterian Church to work as a jandosa, as a, a part-time pastor, I felt so awkward. Nobody came to talk to me and all that. I mean, they're all here now. Nobody came and talked to me. And the, who's this guy? You know. And the, but the one person who really felt uh, make, made me feel uh, feel welcome was Barbara Bay. She came up to me and she's, I mean, she's really good at that, you know. And she talked to me, she smiled, and she explained about the church and all that. Even as a, a high high pastor at that time, I felt so welcomed. I, I encountered a very interesting book. It's called When Strangers Meet. And subtitle is How People You Don't Know Can Transform You. Very small book, very interesting book. Uh, it was written by Kyo Stark. Uh, she also spoke at TED Talk. She said she felt bad when uh, people became so indifferent to each other. And she didn't like to see that. That's why she was contemplating writing a book about welcoming. Uh, other people, how we can talk to uh, strangers. And she kind of made that as a mission, her mission. I'm going to go and talk to strangers because strangers, people don't talk to each other. They treat each other like, you know, uh, they put guard against each other. So, uh, I mean, this is what she said. She said in her book, talking to people who are different from us can be radically transformative. Is the antidote to fear. So she tries to talk as much as possible to strangers. 
It is almost like her newfound mission. It is resistance to the world where people become indifferent to each other, and by doing that, people, human beings, have become so inhuman. And this is what he said. What she said. Talking to people I have never met is my adventure, is my joy, my rebellion, my liberation. It is how I live. Isn't it wonderful? This is how we live. Why do we have hostile attitude towards other people? Is it because I have hostility within me? Why are we angry with other people that we don't know? They didn't do anything. Why do we avoid them? Why can't we approach them and, hi, how are you? I do that in the elevator as much as possible. And most people kindly respond, hi. Some of them even invited me for a drink. <laughs> and I gave him a number, he never called me. <laughs> and next time I met him again, oh yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, we'll do that. Still didn't call me. <laughs> But at least, you know, kind gesture. Maybe my mistake, I told him that I was a pastor. Maybe that's why he didn't call me for a drink. <laughs> you know, we try to avoid people we don't know. We put guard against them. Instead of welcoming them, embracing them, we create a distance for them. You know, when I see that, that's not nice. It shows me weak character of a person when they do that. In 1 Peter, Peter taught us, be hospitable, hospitable to one another without complaining. Being hospitable has the same meaning as welcoming. When you invite a guest to your home, then you will welcome them, you will treat them nicely, and you will make them feel at home. That is being hospitable. And from that word, hospital came, hospice came, all the you know, uh, good uh, things uh, came from that word. Many cultures have this hospitality built within their culture. Korean, Italian, Taiwanese, Chinese, Vietnamese, they all have this uh, hospitality built within their culture. The Koreans, for example, we never let Strangers go home hungry. We always feed them. That's Korean uh, culture. Jewish people also had very beautiful tradition. We read a portion of it today. Let me read it again. When you reap the harvest of your land, you shall not reap to the very edges of your field. Or gather the gleanings of your harvest. You shall not strip your vineyard bare. Or gather the fallen grapes of your vineyard. You shall leave them for the poor and the alien. Alien is not really from the Mars here. It means a stranger. Uh, for the poor and the stranger. I am the Lord your God. 
you know, don't harvest to the edge of it just for your benefit. Just leave them so other people, the poor people, strangers can also benefit from that. That's a beautiful uh, hospitality built in within their culture. This is how we human beings should live. You don't just take care of the people you are comfortable with. Same age, same culture, same uh, race, uh, same gender, whatever. You don't just take care of people who are like you. You don't exclusively socialize with the people who are like you. You need to reach out people who are very different from you. You need to be comfortable with strangers. There's a beautiful English word that came from Greek. It's not commonly used, uh, so probably you don't know uh, the meaning of the word. It's called philozenia. Philo, uh, meaning a love or a friend. Xenos, meaning strangers. It's like treating strangers like your friend. That's what philozenia is. Whenever you meet uh, strangers, you treat them uh, like your friend. But there's another word that comes from the same root, which we use, uh, you see quite often these days uh, in the newspaper or everywhere, that is xenophobia. Same word, xeno is a stranger. Phobia is fear. Fear of the people who are different from you. Fear of the people who are strangers. These days we see more xenophobia than philoxenia. It, it requires character to treat strangers like your friends. And we should do that. That's what Jesus taught us to do so. Henry Nouwen said about hospitality in this way. I, I, I thought he was quite articulate about hospitality. This is what he said. Hospitality means primarily the creation of free space where the strangers can enter and become a friend instead of an enemy. Hospitality is not to change people, but to offer them space where change can take place. It is not to bring men and women over to our side, but to offer freedom, not disturbed by dividing lines. What a wonderful vision about hospitality. Very me-centered world. This is welcoming strangers and create a space to welcome strangers. Jesus also taught us how to live. Whoever welcomes you welcomes me. And whoever welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me. And whoever gives even a cup of cold water to one of these little ones in the name of a disciple, truly I tell you, none of these will lose their reward. It's a wonderful thing to welcome people. We should think about our attitude towards the people we don't know very well. That will have profound impact on our lives. 
And then your children, please teach them to say hi. Even this morning, uh, downstairs in the basement, I walked and uh, they were great. I don't know what great. Hi. They didn't even look at me. <laughs> I felt rejected <laughs> in my own church. And what did I do to you? Once I went to uh, Niagara uh, with our church group. Uh, and it was lunchtime. I looked around. Oh, there are a whole bunch of people. And uh, there one uh, place, uh, one group is another Korean group. Koreans always everywhere. And then uh, another group, uh, majority, most, most people were white. Uh, they're from uh, Niagara Geological Society. And another group, there was an Afghanistan group. And then uh, after lunch, I had this urge. I got to go uh, towards these people, almost like a pastoral urge. I had to do this. So I started going. You know, I went to the Korean group. You know, as you predict, they gave me something to eat. <laughs> They're good at that, right? So I ate something, I ate something with them and I talked a little bit and I moved on to a geological society. And they welcomed me and they, they told me what they were doing in Niagara and all kinds of things they were explaining to me. And then finally I went to Afghanistan, Afghanistan group. And then uh, the old uh, man was sitting there. So I sat down and started talking. While uh, uh, talking, uh, this man started uh, uh, crying. He had tears in his eyes. And then he told me his wife just passed away a month ago. So I was uh, listening to him and then all that kind of comfort, uh, comforted him. And then after that, he started calling. I mean, it's one family, about 25 people. And he started calling his relatives, his cousin, his brother, and his brother's wife. And then everyone lined up to just greet me. And I realized, this is heaven. This is the kingdom of God. That's what kingdom of God is like. People who are different, people who are strangers, gather together and celebrate our oneness together. And we share our life with each other. Wasn't that the vision that Isaiah saw? This was vision of Isaiah. The wolf shall live with the lamb. The leopard shall lie down with the kid. The calf and the lion and the fatling together. And the little child shall lead them. The cow and the bear shall graze their young shall lie down together. They will not hurt or destroy on all my holy mountain. For the earth will be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. Natural enemies come together, live together harmoniously. That's the, that was the vision of Isaiah. This world needs healing. We were influenced by the culture of this world, the materialistic culture of this world, where we have become inhuman beings, inhuman. We need to be healed. We need to restore our relationship with each other. Let us sing together.